Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's that time of year again when we speak to people about the year in telly. Uh, I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com. And earlier this week, I spoke to Emma Bullimore from the TV Times and TV Satellite Week about her year in television. She's had a busy one. We talk about our favourite shows, our biggest disappointments, and for some reason, our favourite people named Tom. I'm I'm not even sure why. Uh, have a listen. Enjoy. It's the Custom TV Podcast. You're listening about Sherlock series four, episode one. Uh, well, I'm right? actually trying to write about episode two because we have to write so far ahead. Um, and uh, yeah, trying not to give anything away, which is impossible when it's also exciting that you want to talk about it. Uh, yeah, but it's good. I love Sherlock. Well, we had differing views about three. You loved three, and I thought it was really self-indulgent. Um, yeah, I've heard this. I've you see about stuff. As you know, my favourite thing in the entire world is bromance. And Series 3 involves quite a lot of bromance. You know, there's the best man speech. There's the, um, you know, going out in the stag do, being asked to be best man. And I just love it all. I don't actually like it when Sherlock goes too dark. I quite like some of the light stuff. So for me, it was good. You can't spoil it anyway. You probably still need a million bits of paper that... They're probably trained on your house now with a sniper. I think there's rifle. a sniper, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the light flashing. But no, I think, honestly, the, the first episode of the new series is brilliant. I think it appeals to, to people who like the sort of detective part of it, to people who like the bromance part of it. Just there's something there's something for everyone. So I think it's really, really good. What's been your favourite show this year, then? Or your, your favourite show to write about, I suppose? So that could be a different thing. Yeah, those are different things. I mean, my my favourite show to write about is pretty much always anything with Paul O'Grady in it because he's brilliant and fun and usually quite grumpy, but in a really hilarious way. Um, and I love meeting up with him and chatting to him. Uh, my favourite show to watch is probably, well, I mean, that's quite recent, but probably The Missing. I just thought it was absolutely extraordinary and brilliant and everything I wanted it to be. And the ending was so much better oh, than the ending stunning. to series one. I've tried all I can. I've looked it up. I, I think it might be her appendix. She's got a fever. There's a pain in her side. You were a medic for ten years. There must be something you can do. 
don't want any part of this. If you don't help her, the girl will die. Her temperature is off the charts. The pain is getting worse now. You can do something to help. Adrian, call the police. The Christ! Call the police! Say Henry! He has us admitting what we did. So! Maybe people deserve to know the truth. Because of us, that... That little girl died. I'm not going to make the same mistake again. No. I love Sophie. And you are going to help me make her better. Adrian. Oh, come on. Oh, Jesus, Adrian, please. All you need to do is help her. The only help that girl needs is surgery. Fine, then. That's what we'll do. She needs a hospital. No! Right here. When you speak to TV people, they say, oh, people aren't watching TV linearly and they're not bothered. They watch it whenever they want to. But everybody was gripped at nine o'clock on a Wednesday, desperate to know what was happening. They were off Twitter. They were watching the TV. And that's kind of a heart back to how it used to be years ago where people would watch it and then use social media to come on and say how wonderful they thought it was and their theories on it as well yeah I, I love theorizing about it i sort of forced my flatmate to watch it and she for some reason she wasn't quite as keen as me but i was like you can't give up because i need to test my theories on you you, know, you have to we have to do this together um yeah i just I, I love all that i love something that's interactive that feels like an event uh and that really you can't second guess what's going to happen i think that's good have you spoken to the williams brothers I have, yes, yes. They well, did a mid- I've got to mid-season speak to them screening. on Monday, so I wondered mm-hmm. what how they how they come across and how easy they are to speak to because I just love the missing so much, and I wondered how they come across really. They're good fun. They're really good fun. Uh, they have a lot of bants between each other. Um, yeah, and they're brilliant. And let's um, mention a bants on the podcast all year. By the way, we don't use that, but it's good. Has to that have been banned? A modern person on no bants. <laughs> I've never, never used that word before. It just doesn't come up in my everyday life. I must have less bants than most people. Otherwise, <laughs> I would use it. It's after you know. Obviously, bromance is my favourite thing, and bants is my <laughs> second favourite thing. So, yeah, it's very very exciting for me. This podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, what were we saying? Harry and Jack. No, ha- they have a lot of, they have bants. See, I've, I've it, overdone kind... it. I've done it for the whole year now. <laughs> it's kind of funny because, um, as with most writers, I mean, they're just very ordinary people. I feel like you could walk, not only just walk past them in the street, but meet them at a dinner party and not be aware mm. that they've just written this series that has had millions and millions of people absolutely gripped. Um, they're very sort of just down to earth. They're great and um, very talented. I'm speaking to them on Monday, so fingers crossed it goes well because that's always my nervousness that it won't go well. But yeah, why are you nervous? You'll be fine. I don't know because it's that awful thing. You speak to people every day; that it doesn't matter if they don't like you. But I want people I like to like me. There's nothing. They will worse like than you. That. They will like yeah, you. Well, but Benedict Cumberbatch is your best friend, so it's going to be. I fine. won't open with that though because they might feel intimidated. They might do, yeah, that's it. Plus, that's as it, that yeah. was nearly two and a half years ago, I'm not sure how much longer I can hang on to that. Hey, friendship's yeah. for life. Do you not listen to the Spice Girls? <laughs> friendship never ends. Come on. Does it not? Does it not? Well, how come he never calls is all I'd say to that. It's just, it's one of, you know, the, that thing that comes up on Facebook all the time, you know, 
these these stupid little messages where it's like uh, a friend is someone who you cannot talk to for years and then just pick up with and it's exactly the same i feel you know i feel it's just that you haven't seen each other i think if you saw each other again he would embrace you in a very special way i'd like to say it's our schedules but it's definitely his schedule more than mine yeah he's kind of busy at the moment yeah, I, let's I'm give him free that at 5 15 on a friday i bet he's not <laughs> You know what, I heard that 5.15 is his quiet time. It's just that oh, I've well, hogged you. Well, That's the problem. We'll add him in to the call <laughs> right now. Oh, Benny C, as I call him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that might be where the friendship is falling apart. I think Benny C is not a name he likes to go by. done a lot of screening uh, interviews and stuff as well what have been your favorites of those and highlights from those because that's always fascinating because you've seen the show before and then you have to sit in front of an audience and chat to the people and it must be a a, a weird but interesting thing to do i'd imagine yeah it's really good fun I, we did the um casualty 30th anniversary one i mean i know casualty gets some flack and it, it does have some ropey bits in it but you know, it's an incredible achievement to reach 30 years. And it was actually quite emotional, like current cast and, and people that have been there for a long time. We had, it was it was in Cardiff and it was beautiful screening. It had the, the Philharmonic Orchestra there doing it. And that was amazing. Wow. And then it's just interesting, journalistically, if you do something like Our Girl with Michelle Keegan. And obviously, Michelle Keegan is a brilliant actress, but she's also now kind of fodder for celebrity magazines so it's interesting looking out at a room knowing you've got to field questions and thinking please no one ask anything totally stupid you know don't and then ask you've about got to be the person to say don't ask the questions about mark wright and donor because you're there for our girl she's there for our girl it must be awkward that, well, yeah, it can be. And, you know, my job is to sort of say, don't worry, I'll look after you. And then I say, oh, God, I don't want to look bad either. So, uh, yeah, so um, but it's it's really fun. I enjoy doing them. And it's nice when you've when you've watched it on your laptop in preparation with one eye on the screen and with one eye thinking, what am I going to ask? It's then yeah. really nice seeing it in a big screening room and just enjoying it and hearing the reaction and hearing other people laugh where it's supposed to be funny and gasp where it's supposed to be shocking whereas obviously you don't really do that when you're sitting in an office yeah what what did you think of our girl in the end because i i thought it was good but i struggled a lot with the relationship element to it just because i didn't really believe the relationship aspect of our girl and it seemed a bit pandering to sort of a teenage audience rather than an adult audience which didn't sort of gel with the sort of harder elements of it do you think i just overanalyzed it or do you think it's a bit uneven i know what you mean i feel like in a way when bbc3 was on tv it sort of maybe was more for bbc3 uh in mm. its audience um but i just think it's fun like there's so much that is so serious and so dark i, I sort of forgave it for being a bit light do you know what i mean like, I, I feel like that's it, I, I kind of quite appreciated that, and it was. I, I found it very didn't easy know to watch. Why he was called Elvis? I just was hoping for an Elvis. <laughs> that was all it was. I kept thinking he's going to break into Jailhouse Rock at some point. That's bound to happen. It never he's, did, and I felt a bit let down. He's very pretty, Luke. <laughs> Luke Pasqualino, isn't he? Very pretty. Oh, yeah, it goes with the name. I think you know. It's not 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. he's the second most attractive Luke in the media industry. But, you know, I'm yeah. just saying, I think he is quite easy on the eye. However, everyone knows that I'm, if we're, if we're looking at Musketeers, I'm all about Tom Burke. However, I'm just saying, I think he's quite obviously good looking, Luke Pasqualino. What I didn't like this year uh, was um, Britain's Got Talent, the, the winner. Ooh. I just didn't really understand. He wasn't a very good magician. And yet he seemed to have all this military shtick going on, which I felt was just irrelevant. Mm. And it mm. was just it was just a way for people to vote for a serviceman to win it, which is fine. Like, be, support the military. That's great. But it doesn't mean that he's a brilliant magician. I didn't really understand that. I think as an answer to that, when you said I didn't like the Britain's Got a Talent winner, I was panicking going, who even won it this year? I couldn't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, good, good, mem- not entirely memorable as i didn't remember him but yeah I, I i get your point but who came second and third i don't even i'm not even sure so i can't remember ju- saying uh, that i do think like... this year this year i'm a celebrity is the best series we've had in a really really long time so you know ant and deck and itv this is not personal it's just, oh, it's just that I didn't no, enjoy they are talent. they are brilliant in fact if i even if i didn't like i'm a celebrity which i do i really it's one of the highlights of my year i think ant and deck do some of their best work on that because they're really enjoying it. They're really relaxed. And I love it, it them. Seems, it seems like they come. They just love being there and the crew laughter all the time. That's genuine. Isn't it nice to finally see a shower scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. steady on. That was on the verge of sounding very, very sexist. No, very no, sexist. hold on. It doesn't have to be a shower scene with a, a woman. It could be with a man. Could be with a man, for right, instance. that's better. Like Larry. Could be Larry or one of the other celebs like Larry. Or, you know, any of the other Larrys. Lads, I mean, lads. 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 Yeah. Anybody, anybody. If it was Larry, I'd be as happy as Larry. Right. <laughs> they didn't lose enough weight for me, though, this year. <laughs> well, Scarlett had lost all of her weight before she'd gone in there. So, yeah, I'm one of those terrible people that usually enjoys them arguing. So I What's kind of thought, I? you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be so bland. But actually it wasn't. I, it was actually really nice, them all going, getting on together. I don't think you could always have that, but just as a refreshing change. I think also this came at a time when everyone was really upset about Trump and we were like, right, OK, we're going to throw ourselves into this. And it was just a nice place to be, sort of in your head so uh, yeah i think we think we all just responded to that this year i don't think reality tv in general celebrates the nice person enough and i suppose that celebrated a lot of nice people really didn't it at the, at the same time absolutely than... which is exactly why bake-off is successful and exactly why Strit is successful because actually they're just they're just nice how do you feel about that going to Channel 4? That seems... I can't see that as the lead into Grand Designs or or, just, <laughs> or, or no offence. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to... to it's very to un-Channel 4. It's very yeah. un-Channel 4. I think it's a shame. I think it's a massive shame because at the beginning of this year, we all just thought, oh, yeah, Bake Off's a show that will run for at least another five years. And now it's over already because even when it goes to Channel 4, it'll be very different. You know, Mary won't be there. Mel and Sue won't be there. And, you know, what do people think of when they think of the Bake Off? A lot of it is the tone of it, and they think of the innuendos and the way it's presented. That's all Mel and Sue's choices. That's not a format. That's their presenting style. So it's going to be very, very different. Bakers, two hours left. It's two hours. Are you doing me out of a job, mate? 
this is this is all I had. Sorry. It was like the speaking clock, but with puns. That's all we had. Do you want do you want us to yeah. come and bake for you? Is that what you want? Well, Jesse? No, no, what a quarter turn, what a book turn, mate. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. It's over. I'm absolutely furious. I'm furious sorry. with you. I just think it's a mess and and it, and it's a sort of indicative of greed and just selling to the highest bidder, which they say they didn't do. They say it wasn't the highest bidder, it was the best package or whatever, but I just think it's a whole huge shame. I don't think it was a fantastic series this year. I don't think the bakers were mind-blowing. I mean, I, I'm still hangering over the bread line. I want a bread line every series, but we're not going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> All I really want is those oven doors. That is, yes. That would be success for me if I could ever have a kitchen in which I could have those oven doors. Yeah, I think the problem in this series was that the whole series was overshadowed. You know, I was doing radio interviews about the fact that Break Off was ending while that series was on. And so that's all people mm. were really talking about. So it's a bit of a shame. When you said success for me would be having those oven doors, I didn't think you meant in a kitchen. I just thought you wanted them to <laughs> dis- just to display in the living room. Just framed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be a close second. But I kind of like the idea of using them as well. You do wonder why every oven doesn't have those doors. It seems obvious that that's the way ovens should be made. I don't really yeah, understand. right? I think it's something that, you know, our grandchildren will say, to, not not our collective grandchildren, that's very presumptuous, uh, but <laughs> the, the grandchildren we individually have will say to us, yeah. why do you not have these oven doors? You yeah. know. Yeah, and how come you can't get Wi-Fi on your oven? You know, how old <laughs> exactly. are you? Yeah. How come you don't just have to think of bread and it appears, you know? <laughs> oh, that is the next step. Yeah, I think so. God, I'd be drowning in bread if that were true. <laughs> what about um, 2017? You've seen mm-hmm. some things that are coming up. Is there anything that you're really looking forward to? I've heard a lot of good things about Taboo. I didn't know if you knew anything about that or... Or, well, yeah. Taboo is, is this new thing starring Tom Hardy, isn't it? I am much more Tom Burke than Tom Hardy. Am I mentioning <laughs> enough that I like Tom Burke? Because I feel... Yes. That's Tom Hardy. I don't really get Tom Hardy is my point in all of this. I just think he looks a bit unclean. Like, I just... No. You know, he needs... He looks like in the in the ads for this, he needs a good wash. Exactly. Um, yeah. He's not for me. Whereas uh, my colleague who went to interview him was very excited uh, by the prospect, uh, as many women are. That doesn't really tell you much about the drama, which I realise is, no, is uh, a failing on my part. However, yeah, you're still a journalist. I still am. But uh, what I can tell you is that Let It Shine is very good. That's Gary Barlow's new talent show. Uh, he's looking for people to be in a musical, which is has the music of Take That, but isn't about Take That. So, so how how do they how do they balance that? Because I imagine that just in complete preconception land to be quite gentle and a, a, sort of the anti X factor, but not the voice and kind of like how do you solve a problem like Gary Barlow? Sort Pretty of like much, that. it's that kind of nice tone, but just with a bit of a boy band twist. And I think it's I think it's going to be popular, especially because it's up against the voice and the voice is really tired, in my opinion. So yeah. I, I expect it's going to go well. Do you still think in 2017 we'll be enjoying things like Gogol Box as much? Speaking about things that are tired, do you think that has done its thing now? I mean, I still enjoy it a little bit, but it's lost a lot of its big names and it's on all the time, as is First Dates on Channel 4. Do you think those two things have sort of... Yeah, 
I, I do like Gogglebox. I like it more than first date. First dates drives me mad. I like the idea of first dates, but Fred, the French guy who everyone's supposed to swoon over and think is amazing, I'm just like, who made you an expert? Why are you an expert? Shut up. Like, I find him very annoying. <laughs> yeah, I just... Uh, I'm yeah, going to pitch a, a show to Channel 4 where you're stuck <laughs> in a lift with Tom Hardy and Fred from First Dates and just film the whole thing on Fix Rig and see how it goes. Nothing would happen because they both love themselves so much that they would just <laughs> look in a mirror <laughs> for that whole time. It's, Gogglebox is trying, isn't it? It's, it's trying to keep itself fresh because it keeps bringing in different families mm. and different... But then I miss the old ones. I don't really want the new yeah. ones. I don't like change. I'm always amazed. I get fed up of certain programs and they continue for such a long time. And I'm always mm. amazed how long they continue. Because actually, good ideas are quite hard to come by. Look I at um, if you get a hit, then that's it, isn't it? You just ride it until it's not a hit anymore. I mean, look at X Factor. Yes, it's nowhere near the juggernaut that it was. But it's still getting 7 million viewers. Not many things on ITV get 7 million viewers. So... They're reluctant to just throw things away. One of my favourite surprises of the year was This Is Us. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, that's on my to do. That is crazy working like a a mad person now. And as soon as Christmas, you know, as soon as I can stop for Christmas, I'll be watching This Is Us. Um, I'm really excited about it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, It's a relationship drama. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about Cold Feet. Well, there Uh, you go. Uh, just was, because I was it... coming onto it, just because one of my slippers has just fallen off, it just <laughs> reminded me. Is that kind of comedy gold that makes you yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch's best friend? I cannot aspire to that. That might end up on the cutting room floor. That might be something for just your and I's ears, possibly, depending on how funny I think it is. That would round. be a trap. That you would be robbing <laughs> the nation, is what I would say, if you did that. Well, yes, cold feet. I was a massive fan originally. I wanted it to come back, but you also don't want things to come back. And then I spoke to Mike Bullen, who wrote it, and he reassured me that he wouldn't have Name dropper. for the sake of it. Yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah, and it was wonderful. It wasn't In my eyes, it wasn't 100% perfect, but when it was good, it was one of the best things on TV this year because it's so simple and so and so well done. And it's nice to have a drama about decent people again. So this is really sad, but I knew that it was going to be massive. You could just yeah. tell there's a buzz around it. And yeah. I'd never watched Cold Feet before. And they, <gasps> put them, they put them all on ITV Player, and I yeah. sat, at, like the dedicated journalist that I usually am not, but I did this time. I sat from the beginning, because I knew I'd like it, and watched the yeah. whole thing. Um, I have to say, I did miss out a few of the final episodes just because I need, I was running out of time before. Needed to go to bed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those kind of things. But I just, I just absolutely loved it. I love Jimmy Nesbitt anyway. I basically watch anything yeah. he's in and I thought it was brilliant. John Thompson, I think, deserves a BAFTA. I've never seen loneliness displayed on screen so well. And actually, yeah. people don't expect it. They think, oh, it's funny, cold feet, and it's a real life drama. The way they tackled that that storyline about depression was incredible um and i think hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It all plaudits to him. The writing was brilliant. It was yeah. intriguing. I mean, obviously, 
he had to do what he had to do, but you kind of think, oh, I wish Rachel was in it. That's the only thing. Um, well, I, I was but... in two minds because if, if she was in it, it would be like they hadn't moved forward. Well, you know, I, I'm desperate for, um, uh, you know, Hermione Norris's character, what she called, Karen, Karen. to get back with... Um, David, David, yeah, David, I'm David. desperate for Karen and David to get back together. Is what I'm trying to say. In our office, we're very divided about that. And I think, I guess, the thing <laughs> is, you can't just have three couples carrying on being three couples. No. You know, it has to go up and down. I really don't want Jenny and Pete to split up. So when it was good, I was like, this is it's so refreshing because we don't actually have relationship dramas anymore. People are so dismissive of them, and all we get is crime drama after crime mm. drama. And, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say Sherlock's a crime drama, um, and there are brilliant crime dramas, but they're also really tedious, formulaic mm. crime dramas. How many more times do we have to have an embittered alcoholic detective with a very mm. different sidekick who chips away at them, and then eventually they become friends? Mm. We've seen it all before. Why can't we have some really good relationship dramas? So I think Cold Feet is going to, you know, commissioners are now going to say, let's get the new Cold Feet, as I'm sure they did yeah. when it first came out. So that's really exciting. Did you at least finish Parks and Recreation this year, speaking to yes, nice people? Yes, I have. Oh. And now I have a new flatmate who's only watched up until about Series 3, so I'm doing it all again. <laughs> so this is why I can't watch any other programmes no, when I'm so you're behind. You're just in a constant loop, aren't you? Of Parks and Rec. Over and over again. Which well, is a happy gonna... place to be in, but yeah. it, it is distracting. Ooh, that's right. And I'm going to sing along. And I'm going to maintain eye contact the whole time. And guess what? I don't know the words. Harry Truman was a guy, America, Red China, all the countries, other people, everyone is fun. Joe Montana, E. McKellen, I have to buy a new toaster, this is awesome, you're so stupid, jumping up and down. Woo! Oh, I got it on repeat. Tomorrow, you want to hear it again or you want to talk? No? Okay, next verse. Freddy Krueger bought some pants, Oprah has a turtle farm, Peter Piper, pee-pee-poopy, daddy ate a squirrel. Stop it! I will speak with you for three minutes. It's like you live in Pawnee most of the time. I quite like that. I wish. I wish I lived in Pawnee. Because <laughs> then you can eat so many waffles and not put on any weight. No, I mean, talking about a show with decent, nice people, that is up there as one of the best. And I'm so glad you finished it because the seventh season, I, hate, I don't like the word season, but we have to use it. The seventh season was... Pretty faultless, I thought, actually, considering how bad uh, final seasons of most US sitcoms can be. Well, I like that they were bold enough to wrap it up and say this is what happened to each of the characters. That mm. is very satisfying when you've been watching something for that yeah. long. Um, the beginning of the se- season was obviously disappointing because Rob Lowe wasn't in it, um, yeah. and that was upsetting. But I always knew he was coming back, so that was good. Um, yeah, that. I love, I love Tom Haverford. So much. Yeah. It's, it's the thing yeah. about Toms. I'm no, noticing this. I have very strong yeah. feelings towards all Toms, be it positive or negative. <laughs> or negative, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now no, I sorry. Can't I, any, might, I can't think of I any famous just Toms. I think of other Toms. <laughs> uh, um, do you have a Tom Tom sat nav? Uh, I actually do, and it's brilliant. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. Do not just think about Toms. Return to the podcast. <laughs> um, I love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is fantastic. He's okay, a brilliant need... actor. Okay. Um, and uh, Captain Tom Phillips Ho- should have won Tom, more. Tom more Hollander? Uh, I do think Tom Hollander's an excellent actor. I thought you were going to say Tom Hiddleston, who I do oh, feel very, yeah. very happy about as a person. However, he has let us down in 20... 20- That's something we can talk about in 2016. Yeah. What the hell has happened to Tom Hiddleston? 
Why has he gone off with Taylor Swift? I didn't. I didn't uh, love the Night Manager as much as everybody else. But Excuse I'm me. You did. Oh, Why? Done. I didn't. I don't know. I I thought it had great performances, but I thought it was a bit style over substance. Rather. See than... what you've done there is the classic. I don't want to offend the actors, so let's say the performances are good and say the rest is rubbish. No, because 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 Ben is a friend of Tom's, and if he heard this, he <laughs> exactly. Think, yeah. D- are you also friends with Judge Rinder because they're friends? No. Do the four of I you thought... go out? God, can you imagine that? <laughs> imagine the four of us having a kebab. What a night that would be. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, to be honest, I just thought it was brilliant. And and part yeah. of it to do part of it for me was to do with the scheduling. Sunday night, yeah. it doesn't matter how much you love your job, and I do love my job, but Sunday night, no one wants it to be Monday morning. You just no. don't. So no. you want something to just finish it off, a glass of red wine, um and watch something that's amazing and we had a really good run we had um like strictly results and then downton and then night manager like there was just a run of really good programs on sunday nights uh, and then we got that weird adrian lester thing and then it all finished that yeah, was disappointing people went oh i'm not bothered about that that undercover. yeah 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 and i like adrian lester a lot but i, I just didn't get that yeah. um yeah so that was part of it it was just really exciting for a sunday night as a thing to finish off your week as you might have guessed, if I sound a tiny bit distracted, I have found some of the most famous Toms on the planet. And we're now <laughs> going to have a quick game of, of, do you like this Tom? Do you not like this Tom? You're not allowed to think about it. You just have to answer immediately. So, okay. let's start with an obvious one, Tom Daly. Pos- I, if you asked me that three years ago, it would have been like really, really positive. Now it's quite positive. I feel like we could delve more into that. <laughs> no, because I feel like he, he's grown up a bit and he doesn't need my support anymore. You know, he's, he's free to go. And I actually walked past him the other day um, and he just looked he just looked like he was just a guy hanging out with his mates. I was like, oh, mm. not the, the, the little boy anymore that we all sort of fell in love with. But, you know, he's getting on with his life and that's, that's very nice. <laughs> like, there's so much more to that. So well, much I mean, story you're asking there. me. You're asking me to come up with something interesting about Tom. So I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Tom Selleck. To be honest, I'm very, I'm very much struggling to picture him. I know, I know. He his was name. in Friends. Uh, he was Monica's boyfriend in the early series. Bearded. Oh, I'm astonished. I'm gonna say indifferent. Okay, Tom Ellis. Yeah, I like Tom Ellis until uh, until um, the problems emerge. I don't I don't want to be slanderous because I'm not sure if it's all confirmed or what he said. But you know, things happen between him and his wife, and that, that slightly disappointed me. But just out in, of interest, if you were slanderous, would I get in trouble or would you? Because I think is my I think podcast. you would have to go to court uh, rather than yeah, me. Yeah, perhaps don't be. Slander. Maybe say Tom Ellis again, and then you can edit this bit out, and I'll just react differently. No, I can't be bothered. Uh, Tom O'Dell. <laughs> Uh, uh, mm, uh, That's exactly no. my feelings on Tom O'Dell as well. Yeah. Um, Tom Baker. Yeah, great, brilliant. I mean, Ooh. not in the same way as Tom Burke, obviously, but no, g- great actor. But same initials, so you got to give him something. Yeah. I mean, I think what we're learning here is that the best Tom is Tom Burke, and that no one comes <laughs> close. He's not on the list of these famous Toms. Well, he doesn't um, need to. I mean, he's mine. He's not for the world to share. So you know, he's, I've, I've banned him from being on these other lists. That's just and t- bad. Talking about um, the voice, Tom Jones. Where do you, where, do you, where do you stand? 
uh, yeah, I mean, he's a legend, fact, but also slightly too old for me well, as a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, no, well, true. true. I, I mean, yes. <laughs> don't think about it. <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm, I'm still trying to think of more Toms. Is, is Tom Cruise? Well, he's, yes, Tom he's pretty Cruise. cool. No, he's got to be the. Fenton. How have you found a, a list of famous Toms that doesn't include Tom Cruise? <laughs> I did. I did. He's right at the top here, but I scrolled down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. He's quite famous. He's even older still. With it, Tom Hanks. We know you like Tom Felton from Harry Potter. I don't do Harry Potter. No, nor do I. Mm-hmm. No. no, sorry. There are a few, Tom Petty's on the list. There are fewer famous Toms than you think. But some I of them think. might be known as Thomas or Tommy. Oh, or... let's finish it then with Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> well, obviously the best Tom of all time. I mean, go away, Burke. Get lost, Hiddleston. Tank Engine is top. <laughs> Get me a big blue train any day of the week. Oh. This isn't how I thought this was going to go. I hope, this, <laughs> I hope this doesn't happen with the Williams brothers on Monday. That I'm just... Yeah, just go in with, hi, Harry and Jack, really great to meet you. I'm a bit nervous about this. So I've got my best questions. I've done some research. <laughs> Can we talk about famous Toms? Yes. From Tom I'll, Tom I'll just... to Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> yeah. Go. And everywhere in between. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Well, thank you. Tommy Hilfiger. To my... Oh, uh, this, is, this is just going to go on forever. unless I you know. <laughs> I can't think... Thomas, yeah, Tom. I'm just going to be lying in bed tonight thinking of famous Toms. That's all I'm going to be doing between now and Christmas. Tom Chambers, former winner of Strictly Come Dancing. Yes, yes, true. A fortune no, teller did once tell me that I'd marry someone whose name began with J. And Tom yeah. doesn't start with J, unless it's a silent J. Yes, yeah. they have those Toms with just Tom, but it's T-H-O-M. That's weird, I always think. I can't. I can't publicly say that's weird because one of my friends spells his name that way. So, well, don't, I don't, don't want to admit that's to that. Not, that's not slanderous, <laughs> is it? I don't. I don't even know now. We're, I don't we're know. in a grey area. We're in a grey area now. How um, how good is your legal team? Just out of interest, it's it's basically me <laughs> <laughs> and a card that I have somewhere in case I get into trouble that I've never had to dial. Okay. Then, okay. Know. I mean, I would say that's probably not. Strong enough to take on, but it's in a briefcase, so that changes things a little bit. Oh, okay, because... fine, fine, <laughs> good. Yeah, because if it were, if it was just in a bag, like in a Sainsbury's bag, it wouldn't have the gravitas that a briefcase does. So I mean, you're I right. Think... I, I no arguments from this. me. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No, it's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good, the last drop from thecustardtv.com. What was your personal highlight of your 2016 in your career, though? That's what I wanted to. Oh, I thought you were going to say what was my personal highlight of this podcast. Um, oh, we could do that. That would be disappointing, though, if you say it was the beginning, because then we've wasted 45 minutes. I think you know what the highlight of this podcast is for me. We don't need to say the name again. Tom and Jerry. Sorry, okay, stop. You've had some good opportunities this year. And yeah. Some exposure. Yeah, it's been nice, but I'm going to the Strictly Come Dancing final tomorrow, and I've never been to the final before, so I'm very excited about that. Um, wow, and I'm team. To... You just assume that people like yourselves have done these things. No, I've been to the I've been to shows. I've been very lucky. I've gone to yeah. gone to various episodes, but I've never seen the actual final. Um, although I think someone I want Danny to win. I think Louise is going to win, so that's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, 
what personal career highlights? Oh, I don't know. What what can I say? Um, well, casu- doing the Casualty 30th screening was a big deal, actually, because um, I used to... This is this is like something out of a really bad Channel 5 film. But at school, <laughs> me, and, me and my friend, every Tuesday, would go across to the BP garage opposite our school, get TV Times to read about what was going to happen in Casualty. Oh I wouldn't God. even buy it. We'd just sit That's and stand there and read about Casualty. That's amazing foreshadowing of what was to come, isn't it, in a funny way? What it basically shows is that I've got no imagination and thought, right, this will have to be my career. <laughs> um, so, oh, you uh, could have ended up working in a BP garage. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like so... I've done well there. Um, <laughs> oh, too, you did well. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so then to find myself as a representative of TV Times hosting a Q&A for the Casualties 30th anniversary, that was pretty cool. I imagine so, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Casualties for a long time, but it's just one of those institutions that you just, you know, will always be on. There'll always be people hurting themselves for the sake of drama. And I, I think it's amazing they've got to 30 years. They have got, they've got better, I have to say, because it used to be that you'd see someone walking up a ladder and you're like, that ladder's going going over. Whereas now, you see someone walking up a ladder and then behind them, there'll be a car crash or something. They, they now start to divert you. They're being quite clever. The guys that are looking after it now, I think, are the best. Because they know that that's what people are looking for. Yeah, they they toy with you now, so yeah. that's quite fun. Oh, she's got the she's got the bath running, but she's also got a hair dryer. How's this gonna go? And then you think you know, and a bat flies through the window and kills her or something. Exactly. That's how it goes now. What I like is that every time they introduce a new character, they have to like come across some kind of accident on their way to work. It's like no one have a first day at Holby because you will awful things will happen like your roof will collapse or whatever well we were just about to wrap up and then you talking about everybody having a first day have you seen do you have any opinions on the the slow nature of eastenders since dominic left uh well, i thought dominic was absolutely brilliant he went to yeah. the same college as i did so uh, very yeah, 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 yeah very impressed with him That's uh, neither here nor there <laughs> but no but i just uh there's not many people yeah everyone from my university went on to be management consultants and lawyers and really really boring things so uh, it's very exciting so i've followed his career closely and he just i thought he was what he did with these senders was absolutely amazing um and it's real 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 loss to the show yeah. that he left um and yeah i mean it is kind of boring now i know they've got some exciting stuff planned for christmas I could not care less about Whitney. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Know, I know. Isn't it awful? Generally, I don't care about anyone younger than me, though, so maybe that's just my problem, not, not EastEnders' yeah, problem. It's probably um, yours. You <laughs> alone. Um, no, I just... It, it's just got a bit dull. Um, but, you know, the fact is that always happens with soaps. There'll be a massive, massive moment, and then it, it, there's a bit of a lull. To me, Cryed yeah. was my highlight of recent years, and that was a long time ago, and that was before <laughs> Dominic. Um, yeah. Oh, we haven't talk, he... we talked about highlights of 2016. We haven't talked yeah. about the very best moment of 2016. Yeah. Danny Dyer's Who Do You Think You Are? Proper gazer. Danny Dyer. That's called a selfie. He's meeting his dad for a pint in an East End pub. She looks nowhere. Fascinating boat. 1851. Professor Green. Cool name, that. Green. Pro Green. Okay. How French she was. Am I French? How French am I? I know I look French. That sounds cockney French. Whoever you pronounce it, Boutavant. I'd say Batavant. No, there's no T's in it. I wish I was intelligent. It means no, I don't know what it means. What does it mean? Coco Baco. And that in cockney sort of means really rich. I 
What's... I'm hoping he's a proper geezer, like proper. Why, uh, why, 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 why are we here? He's a powerful, powerful man, and I'm, and I'm hopelessly in love with him. Robert Gosnold, what a man! That is one of his peacocks. Do they bite peacocks, by the way? Do you know what that means? No, severe reddies. Severe reddies. Severe reddies. I like the fact you just this... said that. Should go to the next villager and uh, cause some chaos. What? The geezer's got a drawbridge. Hell, let's go and have a bit of bunny with a lord. You're a lord? Is it a house? I mean, it's got a moat. I think I'm going to treat myself to a rough. What, the, uh... Massive rough, just bowl about with it and, you know... I'll have a moment now, this guy. That was the most cockney programme I've ever seen. I loved that hour of television. He almost just collapsed from cockney syndrome. <laughs> he was, was absolutely brilliant. superb. And, you know, he gets a bit of flack and has done before, but he's done an incredible job on EastEnders. Everyone loves what he does there. And he went into that show, made it entertaining. I usually think, who do you think you are? is very boring. He was brilliant oh, he on is. it. Yeah, and good for is. him. Well, I think he's just, I think you're right. He gets a lot of flack and he's just embraced it this year rather than, you know, tried to conform in any way. He's like, well, I'm Danny Dyer. This is what I do. And I think he's gained a lot of respect from that. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on Who Do You Think You Are? With exactly. He's on because he's a fascinating character and people have warmed him and want to know more. But, exactly. Yeah. What I like about EastEnders currently, <laughs> probably yeah. I shouldn't be liking this, but it does amuse me greatly, is their their attempts to hide Kelly Bright's pregnancy. Uh, yes. Because the filming techniques used are positively art house. I can tell you, like yeah. they're they're behind some kind of milk float. It's like you've never filmed from behind a milk float before. Why are you doing that? Um, and she suddenly, Linda Carter is now obsessed with jackets. It's like you never yeah. wore a jacket. You wore skin tight dresses. I think they use the same camera crew to film her that they do on Channel 4's Hunted, where it's all <laughs> yeah, on like probably. behind a bush and on mobile phones and all this sort of stuff. Everyone knows what's going on. Just. Yeah. It doesn't really matter if there's a little bit of bump. You know, we, we forgive it. It's, it's an un- yeah. unavoidable situation. Removed tra- all the pink they, jackets. They keep traumatising that baby Ollie and it's upsetting because he does have a very expressive face and they keep making him <laughs> go through some traumatising things. Poor do you think they're just prodding him with a stick to I make him look they sad? do, yeah. He's just always looks sad. He's got a lot on his mind, that poor child. A lot <laughs> on his mind. Anyway, I will close it properly now on the thought of a small child crying. Uh, oh, that's sad. <laughs> Can we go back to Tom's? <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if, he, if I don't know who plays the, the, the young Ollie in EastEnders? Wouldn't it be ironic if his name is Tom? I'm, I don't know. Oh, don't say the word lot... ironic. Don't say the word ironic. Others will have to have a whole conversation about what irony means in Alanis Morissette songs. <laughs> oh, uh, that... She doesn't know what it means. She doesn't know what it means. It's very annoying. 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife is bloody irritating. It's not ironic. We've had this conversation, despite my attempts to avoid it. It's happened. It's happened. (laughs) Meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife is is just sods. That's just my life. That's that's not, you know. Is Tom Burke married? Uh, I don't believe he is, no. Okay, well, fingers crossed. I mean, he's not going to want to marry me after this podcast. Well, uh, no, but, but I, can, I can swerve him. I can swerve his whole He's not team. on Twitter. He's not on Twitter, not? so that's positive. Yeah. Well, I bet there's a couple of fan accounts I could include in the tweet. So that yeah. he, you're at least yeah. brought to his I would attention say don't, again. Don't do that, just because <laughs> if it gets back to Tom Burke, I think I might be uh, excommunicated. Well, 
something mm. to look forward to anyway in, <laughs> in 2017 well good luck with everything not that you'll need it because you are over everything enjoy the final of strictly thank you yeah my plan is well after they've done their show dances i'm just gonna walk on and say i say emma you say b and i just think it's oh. gonna bring the house down have you have you done that a lot since honey g because i feel like you just rattled that off as if you didn't give it any <laughs> thought at all uh yeah that's i've been planning it quite some time so it's gonna no be you never brilliant. get anything done <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you haven't seen a lot of these programs. By the way, obviously you can follow us on Twitter. If we want to read your thoughts on on Sherlock, you have to buy the TV Times, don't you? Yeah, sadly. Okay. Or TV and Satellite Week. There are some thoughts in there as well. I didn't. Uh, I didn't so know that they are the same thing. I never knew that. I never. Knew they're not they the same thing, thing, but they share oh. some of the same writers. Oh, you just swap and change. I didn't realise that. Well, it's it's obviously much more thought out than that. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'll do this one this week. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Right. If you'd like to follow Emma, she's on Twitter at Emma Bullimore. You can also like this very site on the Facebook. Please do. Facebook.com forward slash The Custard TV. The site itself, of course, you know and love. It's TheCustardTV.com. Give us a five-star review of the old podcast on iTunes and subscribe and never miss a podcast. What a wonderful world that would be if we just never missed one. I've probably missed more than most people who subscribe to the podcast through illness and just not being bothered to do one. Uh, we'll be back soon, though. Tough for listening. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.